Welcome to AM Best Audio. I'm Lori Chortis for AMBAS TV. We're at the Vermont Captive Insurance Association's annual conference in Burlington, Vermont. And joining us now is Sandy Bigglestone, who's the Director of Captive Insurance for Vermont's Captive Insurance Division. Sandy, welcome. Thanks Thank for joining you. us. Thank you for having me, Lori. So where are you seeing growth in captives in Vermont today? Yeah, we've had tremendous growth over the past few years, and it's primarily due to the emergence of the hard insurance marketplace um, from a couple years ago. And it originally started really in property, in the line of business of property and auto commercial auto liability. Um, but it quickly expanded into other lines. Um, and so medical malpractice, general liability, um, directors and officers, and there's a huge demand for cyber liability. 2021 was Vermont's fourth highest growth year in all of 41 years we've been a domicile. So in this year, um, already in 2022, we licensed 29 new captives. We um, are seeing growth in um, industry sectors this year, in particular in healthcare, in construction, real estate, manufacturing. So it's you know it's pretty much all over the board. Um, we are currently at 1,271 licenses to date. Has the pandemic had an impact on the captive marketplace over the past two years, either positive or negative? Yeah, um, I really think that the pandemic has spurred or intensified risk management for most organizations. I think that they quickly realized that they were going to take a hit to their bottom line. Um, captives are very much well known for addressing emerging risks. Certainly, um, these organizations that um, are, were already hit with the hardened commercial market then are now dealing with the distractions and the, and the, the dis, you know, the, the issues and mitigating um, issues with the pandemic. So not, we didn't have a lot of captives that had um, pandemic type risks but what they were able to do was to take some surplus that had built up in the captive and redeploy it back to the owners to help them deal with um, the, the disruption of the pandemic. Some captives actually found some coverage solutions, which was great. Um, you know, they, the organizations are, um, were looking to not only take care of their employees so that they can continue to operate, but wanting to make their employees feel safe. So some of them found coverage solutions in their captive for like travel-related expenses, border closings, um, some disaster-related privileges, um, evacuation expenses, telemedicine. So they got creative and captives were there to, to help. Are you seeing growth in protected cell programs and what's driving that? Yeah, so we've, most of our growth has been in like single parent captives, but one of our biggest growth areas over the past, I would say five years has been um, cells in sponsored, in Vermont, they're called sponsored captives. We don't count um, cells in our licensing totals 
um, separately. Uh, what we do is um, the the out, out of the 1,271 active uh, or licenses, there are about 60 sponsor captives that um, hold a license. Of those 60, there are approximately 500 cells and separate accounts in operation. Yeah, and and cells really are. Um, growing mostly because they allow a certain amount of efficiency and flexibility. For instance, if a sponsor captive is licensed and it has a plan and a strategy to set up cells and it has a target market for those cells, it's relatively easy and efficient in most cases to um, handle the addition of new cells through a business plan change. So it is really an attractive um, option for businesses that don't want to operate a single parent captive on their own, at least initially. And it can be an incubator for a cell participant to maybe move into its own captive someday after it, you know, understands how it, the, the cell, uh, the risk in the cell can get, help them gather data and um, show them how they can manage their own risk. You will soon be the new Deputy Commissioner of Vermont's Captive Insurance Division when David Provost retires later this summer. What do you hope to bring to your new post and to the captive market in Vermont? Yeah, I'm going to bring a lot of enthusiasm. <laughs> um, over the past 25 years, I've been involved in almost every job in the captive division at the Vermont DFR. So I feel like I have institutional knowledge to bring. I also think I'll bring a level of consistency in how we regulate um, in upholding the gold standard and keeping Vermont at the top of the domiciles. I um, will certainly be open to new ideas. Um, I don't anticipate making any major changes right off the bat, but any changes will certainly be well thought out, vetted. Um, you know, I'm, I'm really excited to see what's to come. I have an eye for um, innovation, collaboration. I will be looking to modernize some of our um, regulatory processes, um, seeing, you know, a good faith effort in seeing what we can improve and how we can do things better to help Vermont to continue to evolve and, and stay at the top of the captive domicile leadership. Congratulations again and all the best in your new position. Thank you. I have big shoes to fill, but I am, um, it feels very natural to be taking this next step in my regulatory career. Well, Sandy, thank you so much for speaking with us today. Thank you. I really appreciate it. For AMS TV in Burlington, Vermont, I'm Lori Chortis. Looking to get the full attention of the insurance industry? We have the platforms that will do just that. Whether it be AM Best TV, AM Best Audio, Best Review Magazine, or Best Day. Find out more by calling AM Best Advertising Sales at 908-439-2200, extension 5399, and have a great day.